Welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Spirituality. It's Sydney DeLorean. I'm here with Pup Dates. I'm also here with Zach Bird. How's it going, Zach? It's going good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, lover. <laughs> um, that's an inside joke because I told her that a friend of mine would introduce her boyfriend. She goes, and this is my lover, you know. I forgot about that. That's gross. Yeah, that's what everyone would say to me. <laughs> They're like, why does she why does she say that? <laughs> I mean, sometimes it feels weird to me uh, at my advanced age to say, my boyfriend, but also, um, yeah, you're my boyfriend. Just tell people to say, this is my fuck toy, Zach. <laughs> right? Well, this is the thing, is when... you. When you're dating someone, sex is implied. You don't need to make it explicitly known by calling the person right. your lover. You don't. Yeah. You don't yeah. at all. I actually did pull her aside, too. I go, why are you? <laughs> and did she say, it's because they don't want to be known as my boyfriend. Cause... I think she was kind of just, like, didn't give it a lot of thought. Uh, clearly. You know, and I was like, no, you should probably just say it's my boyfriend or or yeah. introduce him by his name. <laughs> yeah. That you... works great. This is Zach. And then just make out with me and then they'll know. I'm not going to make out with you in public. What? That's not true. Have I made out with you in public? Sure. On a mini golf course on our first date. Yeah, of course. Duh. I, I tipped that guy extra to turn the lights off on the back nine. Um. I suppose you don't usually initiate a lot of the PDA, but you don't bat me away when I do. I'm just not a big PDA person. I'll hold hands. I don't like, yeah, I, I feel like I do it tastefully, sort yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, we don't make out in public. We've never made out in public. You don't think so? Not. Can, can you recall a time that we've made out in public? Um. No, I'm no, maybe yeah. not. I don't know. Because we're grown ups. I don't know. I feel like I, I, I've definitely kissed you in public, and then maybe it went a little bit past just. We may, you may have slipped yeah, your tongue not, in public, like, but uh, we haven't. Yeah, we don't drink, so we're not right. like making out in public. That's like what drunk people do, and oh, that is the worst. Yeah, it is. Um, although it's like really sad, but like it's happened more than once at my bar that. A straight man comes in and he's clearly has some social issues. Like he's just not a socially comfortable person and he'll be having a beer and being like, oh, yeah, I'm single. It sucks. Blah, blah, blah. I've been divorced 10 years. Can't find a good woman. And then cut to five hours later, he's drunk and making out with another dude. Cause like <laughs> I've seen that happen more than once. And it's like kind of sad because it's, he's not even homosexual at all but he's just so desperately lonely that it's like sure um that that happens a lot at your bar I, three times that i can think of wow um where then, i'm like i remember long? five hours ago where you were like a straight socially awkward dude and now you are you're 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 gay and it's like and you know be, like listen i'm not judging people for flipping sexualities like have fun with it but when it's coming from a place of loneliness and not a place sad. of sexual desire yeah it's it makes me really sad for them yeah. i'm like dude you know you can like hire a sex worker who will like hold you and make you feel comfortable and like get more of an experience that's what you're looking for uh, i don't know i'm kind of for him just switching teams I'm, I'm for everybody switching teams but i want them to do it out of sexual desire not loneliness 
Yeah, but at least if he's with this guy that he just made out with, they'll probably both wake up together, hungover, and it'll be like, you know, better than if you pay someone, they're just going to leave like an hour later and then he's still going to be sad and then he'll still probably call up another guy. I feel bad for the twink that's going to get fucked by a middle-aged straight guy. And then he's going to be regretting it in the morning. Well, it's just like it's not going to be good. Right. Because he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Um. Anyways, welcome to Pup Days. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I have a couple dog updates to talk about. Yeah. We're talking about dogs. Uh, I've had a bad couple of weeks for dogs. She really has. The worst. And I've had to be there to comfort her. And uh, I just stopped trying to do that. That's it's, not true, baby. You've been the best. I know, but it's it's been a lot. <laughs> it's been, yeah, it's been a weird couple of weeks. I, um, I was driving to the gym in the morning and uh, a car in front of me hit a dog and kept driving and I'm not going to fault them because it was a tiny dog. It was a tiny black dog. So they might not have seen that they hit the dog. Um, but I saw it. And so I pulled over and I went to like pick up this dog and it wasn't like nothing was ripped off or anything. Just like it's asshole was kind of hanging out and it didn't want me to pick it up because um, it was scared and biting at me and I call the police and the police are like well we can't come out unless it's blocking traffic is it blocking traffic and I'm like oh yeah it's blocking traffic please come help me <laughs> um and then I'm like waiting there and I don't know what to do because number one this it's gross like it's gross and it's scary I don't see a lot like you know I, I think people who work in hospitals or first responders they're a little bit more used to seeing things like this um I'm not so like what I'm looking at is horrific and scary and I'm scared to touch it and it doesn't want me to touch it either and no one else is stopping to help me which is like kind of upsetting I was right in front of a mortuary and workers were going in and out like working on the lawn and like part of me was like you guys work with dead bodies like can somebody please come help me like I know you have sheets in there at the very least um where was the, the crossroads of this uh it was on 7th Street, and it was by the St. Vincent de Paul's and the QT up on 7th Street by me. Now oh, I'm giving okay. out my coordinates. No, okay. Um, okay, I know where you're talking about. Okay. Um, So no one's coming. Like, I'm looking, I'm waiting. Cars are going around me in rush hour traffic, and... um. I don't see the cops coming, and I'm like, all right, I have to handle this by myself. So I go, I have, like, some clothes in my trunk to go to Goodwill, and I grab a pair of jeans, and I wrap this dog up, and I'm like, all right. And I had to give myself a pep talk, because it's like, I don't, I'm scared to deal with this. It's gross, and I'm scary. It's scary, and so I'm like, okay, you can do this. You can deal with this. You got this. Like, and I wrap it up, and I put it in my lap, and I start driving to, uh, the animal hospital and I call you because like I mean the listeners know I don't have any fucking money and so I call you crying and I'm like baby I might need to borrow a lot of money because I have this dog and it's I don't know it's hurt and I like because basically if you take a hurt animal to the vet like you're responsible for it financially and I'm thinking I might have like a couple thousand dollars in medical bills or I might just have to pay to have it euthanized so it can die peacefully, right. which also is better than leaving it to die in the road. Um, 
but uh, it died like right as I pulled into the vet. Um, but and, I did say, yeah, I did say that I would help you. Yeah, of course you okay. did. Oh yeah, I should have said that. So Zach said he would help me. Like whatever I needed, he would help me. Because, there we go. Because Zach is the best. I just have to pat myself. Yeah, no, because you are. You well, are the well, best. You were halfway to patting me on the back, and then you didn't. I just wanted you to finish Holy. up. Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> I'll finish you off later. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, but it died as they turned into the vet's office. And it was just like a horrific drive because it's rush hour. So I'm not like I'm, it's moving slow and it, this thing's in pain and it's looking at me. And then um, as it's dying, it's having like its death gasps and it looks like it's going to bite me. So I'm like cradling it and it's kind of like, snapping at me a little bit like I'm scared and I'm like wait I don't think it's attacking me I think it's die. I think that's I don't deal with death right you but said it was like a, a wiener dog chihuahua mix yeah it was like a little black wiener dog chihuahua mix um and so I will give like a shout out to the vets um because when I brought it in like crying they took it to the back and they're like do you want to be responsible for it and I was like yeah absolutely I don't know if it needs to be put down or what if it's savable but like yeah I'm gonna be responsible for it and they came back out like right after and are like, it passed away. And I said, do I need to pay you to cremate it? Um, and they're like, no, we'll cremate it. Because for people who don't know about cremation, when you get a pet cremated, they usually just they throw them all in together and then you get a scoop of that ashes. Like you can pay for a private cremation, but for the most part, when with animal cremations, they're done in mass. And so yeah. they're basically like, no, we'll do it for free. We're just going to throw it in with everyone else. But that was really horrific because, um, number one, like, death is weird and scary. I don't have a lot of experience with it. Number two, like, it's a dog that looks like my dog. And you've been dealing with a lot of your dog's mortality. Well, so. my dog is 14 years old, and he has a heart murmur, which is common with little dogs. Um, my, my dog that passed away two years ago, Felipe, died of congestive heart failure from a heart murmur. And so, like, I've known with Frank that this is coming anyways. But, like, yeah, I, you know, I think about my 14-year-old dog's mortality a lot. And then I'm, like, holding a dog that looks like him while it dies. So it was kind of, it was rough and it was scary. And, like, I had to throw, it was gross. But then I had to, like, throw away the clothes that I was wearing when it happened. Because um, those are ruined. And then I just showered and put on new gym clothes and went back to the gym. I had to go, I had to detail my car. Um, yeah, it was, a shitty it was just, day. it was like not great. And then the next day I had a vet appointment for Frank, which didn't really go well. So, um, but he's doing better now. He's doing better now. I'll just, I, cause I alluded to it on like the last pup dates that I would talk about it, but he, I went to take him to get his teeth cleaned. Um, they said they can't clean his teeth, like, because he can't go under anesthesia because his heart's bad. They can't do an anesthesia-free cleaning because the stress of it would kill him. Uh, his heart murmurs at the most advanced stage that it can be. Um, his heart deformity is severe, yada, yada, yada. Um, so he uh, is supposed to start heart medicine. Um to help slow the progression of disease. And then we gave him his first dose a couple nights ago and he had a bad reaction to it. And I thought he was going to die then and there. So he's on hiatus from heart medicine and we're going to reintroduce it um, at a much smaller dose and see. 
But um, yeah, I've kind of been a crying mess for a week, and you've been really good about dealing with me. No, um, it's all right. Because, like, well, you know Frank, so yeah. you know how lovable he is. Well, it's tough for me, too, I think I told you, because uh, my dogs, they were childhood dogs, but I was just too much of a prick to pay them any attention, really, when I lived there. And so when I grew up, they just kind of died. When I was, I didn't see them like yeah. kind of go through it. And, and honestly, Frank's just a way cooler dog. He's like a way cooler dog than any dog. Um, but it's hard. It's hard when you're in charge. I have a really. It's hard when you're making the decision, you know, to put an animal to sleep. Are they suffering? Aren't they suffering? It's it's hard to watch them suffer. So like when he was having a bad reaction to the heart medicine, I was just a wreck because, you know, it's not a human that you can explain to right. that you feel bad now. This is going to get better. They can't vocalize. And I just it's it's very hard um, to be a to be a dog parent. Yeah, that's I've never really been one. Yeah. Uh, and I don't I don't know that I would would after this. I mean, it would be something if you wanted to. I would be you'd be and, on board. I'd to be get on another board. Dog. Yeah. And then I'd we'd probably have to fight for custody at some point and I would overpower you. And are you planning on divorcing me? I'm just saying things happen, you know, dogs. What are you going to do with the dogs? You know, at this point already, I would, I would take Frank. I don't, <laughs> you're like the worst. You're the worst person I know. Number one, I've had Frank for 14 years. But he loves me more. That's not true. That's objectively not true. You're just exciting and new. And second of all, we aren't even married and you're planning on divorcing me. No, I'm just I'm just being realistic. Um, no, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. And if I you hope did... you never come back from Japan. <laughs> I hope you find a brand new wife and I can live out my days in sadness without you. Well, that's nice of you that you do hope I find love somewhere else. I didn't say love. Just a wife. I hope you find some fucking cunt who makes you miserable and you regret losing me for the rest of your life. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I, I don't know that I would get another dog, but if you wanted one, I'd be I'd be on board for that. I don't need your approval for anything. Mm -hmm. Because you're just gonna leave me. I'll stop it. I'm, Your opinion. I'm not, not going anywhere. Uh, we we have podcasts to run. I would never abandon those. Yeah. Oh, baby. As soon as you learn how to do your own production, you're gonna I'll break stop. up with me. <laughs> I'll never learn <laughs> how to. That's true. So you know. Thank God. Thank God for that. Yeah. I'll always need you. Yeah. Um. We need each other, baby. Yeah, I know. Yes. But at this point, if would you be thinking about a new dog? I'm not in a position to have another dog for quite some time. Yeah. So I don't, I used to have like a house, my own house with a right. yard and stuff. I'm, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not in a good position right now to have a dog. Sure. So. But you wouldn't be mad if I got one here. I'm I'm asking you. No, I wouldn't be mad. Okay, you don't you want a dog. I don't know. I I've gotten used to having yeah to having Frank around, and I like it. But it's this kind of stuff that I don't like about it. Mm -hmm. Um, you're you gonna know. get a dog without me. 
No, 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 no. I've always thought about it, but I, I think, you know, I travel a lot and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm too selfish mm-hmm. for maybe for a dog. For a girlfriend. Uh, d- For that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody that uh, infringes on my, my freedom. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, no. Baby. Baby. So Zach's going to Japan. <laughs> yes. In like two days. Yes. Um, and I'll be gone for a while, but then you're gonna meet me in LA, and we're gonna go to Disneyland again. Well, yeah, Zach is Zach is flying to and from Japan from Los Angeles, um, and he's gonna have a lot of fun in Japan, and he's gonna go to Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea, among other things. Um, Seoul, Korea, and Taipei, Taiwan. As yeah, well. and and, then, and that's exciting. But I'm mostly looking forward to coming back to you, and I'm going to miss you terribly and um i'm gonna miss you too and And then i'm staying in a lighthouse uh airbnb in los Feliz. yeah he's staying it's like in the middle of los Feliz, which is it's los angeles right yeah and it's a lighthouse like in the middle of other buildings it's It's a historic lighthouse it's beautiful yeah so i'm almost looking forward to that more than than uh tokyo did i make you sad baby yeah a little bit oh baby i'm sorry it's okay i was i was joking around you called me selfish and i was i know i'm just i was sensitive. accepting it i'm sensitive oh i don't want you to be planning on divorcing me i'm not planning on divorcing you okay. i was joking around okay i'm very in love with you i'm just very sensitive oh in the last couple of days how much have we just been like oh i'm gonna miss you so much i know all of this i know i'm just being uh i don't want to look like i'm this jerk also. you're not a jerk <laughs> i'm just very i'm i'm feeling very sensitive right now yeah I've, i'm emotionally uh i'm worn down a little bit emotionally and then i'm having some anxiety about being away from you because it's like yeah no you know? i i do too even though i'll be going out and seeing things it doesn't mean i won't miss you you know mm-hmm. i've told you that i know i'm just gonna send you pictures and stuff the whole time and miss you okay and i'm gonna be with two couples you know that so i'm just gonna two couples and then uh my my buddy who's a single single dude so yeah. i'm just gonna make out with him my buddy sean i hope you you'll bring at me care. that right? yeah i know that you fuck all your dude friends and all you do is get together and suck each other off and do i say anything about it no and that's so you why we last. You can't talk about how, like, oh, you can't be in a relationship. I can't be tied down. I let you suck off all your I know, dude this friends. This is basically the staircase. Um, what's his name? Michael Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why you're gonna push me downstairs and kill me when I'm, I'm not, not stopping not, you from sucking people I'm off. Not. Just let me keep putting things in my mouth, and I'll let you live. Yeah. All right. D- d- who bought you cookies today? <laughs> you did. That's you right. Did. I bought you cookies. I got you ice cream. I'm going to let you blow Sean in Tokyo. I don't. Uh, yeah. yeah. Only in Tokyo. Is he going to Taipei with you? I don't know yet. Whatever. Yeah. So. Um, so that's what's going on in our lives mm-hmm. is um, Zach is leaving me <laughs> for two weeks. And then in another year, he's going to leave me for good. Um, oh baby Zach likes to suck dudes off um, I'm a saint and I try to save animals from traffic 
Um, and I just am going to spend the entire time Zach's gone toiling away and editing his podcast. Um, how dare you? I'm just like, I'm just spelling it out. Like, (laughs) (laughs) uh, there's some truths and some lies in there, uh, or some non-truths, let's call them. Mm -hmm. Uh, one truth is yes, you will be toiling away on my podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Because I don't know how to do it yet. Yeah, R. Kelly doesn't didn't know how to read. That didn't give him a right to victimize all those women. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he used being illiterate to make people sympathetic to him. Where he's like, I can't read, and they're like, Oh, you poor baby, feel free to lock me in a closet. You know, and Zach's right. like, I can't edit. I don't know how to edit a podcast. That's why I murdered all those people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that would work. Um, but, uh, yeah, I do appreciate it very much, baby. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, thank you. You've made me look horrible on this. And I helped you. Yeah, you me. really helped. You dug your own grave. Edit. Let's edit. I'm not editing anything. I'm too busy with the Bored and Sober podcast. <laughs> I don't have time to edit pop days. Yeah. If you like jerks like me, mm-hmm. tune into Bored and Sober. Um, our next episode is the Disneyland. Yeah, one. that's a good that's good timing is um the most recent episode is uh us talking about our trips to Disneyland and um That'll give you an idea of what we're about to do, because when Zach's back from Japan, we're going to Disneyland together. We are. Mm -hmm. Who loves you, baby? Who's taking you to Disneyland again? You. All right, then. All right. Um, And then I also have retired Detective Sergeant Darren Birch on the podcast. He will be on uh, coming up. Yeah, you have two episodes with him. He's a retired police detective sergeant. He's an author. Um, he's a radio personality. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a big get. It is a big get. And uh, I think he's going to be on more whenever you get angry at me, pretty much. I'll have him on the podcast. I'm planning on being angry at you I a know. lot, I think. I, I, <laughs> what's it's that? Not, I'm going to be angry at you a lot. And it's not just because it's summer now and the heat gets me angry. Yeah. Um, I just feel like maybe I've been too nice to you and that's why you're ready to leave me because you're bored and so no. I'm going to be I'm going to become mean. No, because you've always said uh, the one thing about me is is it I just I don't have a type as much. I just like whoever likes me. So if you just continue to like me, I'll I'll keep you around forever. Is that true? That is true. Okay. All right. Um so yeah, that's my, me promoting my board and sober. Sydney's on basically every episode. I'm on a lot of the episodes, and I'm well. Currently, I'm the hashtag fan favorite because I've been the only co-host. <laughs> um, we'll see how it goes once uh, people start hearing the other episodes. Uh, I think you know we have an undeniable chemistry that mm-hmm. that I don't have with anybody else. So. That's true. That's true. That's true. All right, baby. All right. Well, happy Monday, everyone. Yes, happy Monday. Bye. <laughs>